Hi everyone, my name is Melissa Lee and I'm your health coach who targets women with PCOS and women in general who wants to achieve stubborn weight loss. I do my best work when I work with PCOS urban women in their 30s who are embarrassed about their weight but want to feel comfortable in their bodies and are able to lose stubborn weight naturally. In this podcast, we talk about various topics including why stubborn weight loss is so hard to achieve. If this is you, definitely put this in your podcast list because one episode will be released every single week. Hi everyone, today I have Cecilia Yu with us. Um, I'm very excited because she's actually a friend of mine and she has been on the Nourish Mel podcast before. Um, if you go back to the episode about anti-inflammatory foods, she actually talked about the whole idea of um, consuming foods which are good for us and not packaged or processed foods. So today I want her to come on again because obviously during this time of stay home, um, we are all pretty lost at what to eat and what foods to get and is canned beans the only thing that you need to cook with. Um, so I'm excited to have her on and she's going to be giving us some strategies on how to eat healthier and also what kind of foods you should shop at at the supermarket. So welcome, Cecilia. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Hi. So yeah, let's just get right down to it. What do you think about the whole, you know, situation about staying home? Are, like, are you hearing that a lot of people are having problems with nutrition right now? Um, I think that right now is, you know, everyone staying at home is a great opportunity to learn how to cook some new recipes that you might not have had the chance to or the energy to, have, to, to do prior to this whole lockdown. But what I'm also seeing is that while people have this time to, to spend in the kitchen, unfortunately, they are still bake, um, making a lot of food with ingredients that are not so great to upkeep their immunity and upkeeping their immunity right now i think one of the most important things that you can do and that you can have control over we don't have control over the spread of this virus and even unfortunately we don't have control over whether we might even be infected by it um, but what we do have control over is if we were to be infected by it, we don't have to be one of those statistical numbers and, and not to, to uh, uh, not to marginalize those numbers, obviously, um, but we don't have to be one of those people who have fallen severely ill. Or, and actually, you know, the people who have fallen severely ill, they say, that most of them do have underlying conditions, uh, as diabetes, heart issues, high cholesterol, cancer, uh, maybe some autoimmune issues, mm. asthma, other types of respiratory illnesses. So if you are one of those individuals or somebody in your family is one of those individuals, really, right now is the time to really take care of what you're putting into your body. I like that you brought that up, the whole part about the control. Um, 
knowing mm-hmm. what we can control and what we cannot control. Uh, it, t- it also takes okay. me back to the topic of stress and we can't control our stress. I mean, as in we can control our stress, um, you know, by limiting the amount of time we look at bad, like news and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that you're bringing that perspective into the whole nutrition part. Um, one note I realized is that people might be kind of wanting to make foods that they usually eat outside. So like burgers and fries mm-hmm. and like these kind of things. So is there actually a way for them to make what they like to eat outside, but on a healthier, like in a healthier version? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, definitely can sympathize with that, right? Like if you are someone who's used to eating out a lot or occasionally, honestly, cooking, you know, three meals a day, seven days a week, it can be really tiring because we get this idea in our mind that is a each meal is a very, very draining process. But what I'm here to tell everybody is that it doesn't have to be a draining process. And whatever you cook can taste like, well, without the deep fried oil and the <laughs> sugar, right? Um, it can be just as delicious as what you are usually ordering from the restaurants or even what you are currently ordering as your takeouts. So so a lot of people love uh, pasta when you know when they go out they eat a lot of pasta right like that's one of the common things so pasta is fairly easy to make as we all know but instead of making it with a store-bought pesto sauce or a store-bought you know um, tomato sauce which or alfredo sauce a lot of those uh, pre-packaged sauces have a lot a lot of preservatives so if you just Google online or even look on Pinterest, there are really a lot of recipes for sauces, you know, like that pesto, the Alfredo, and the tomato sauce, and using everyday common culinary um, ingredients that you can find in, in the supermarket. And honestly, a lot of times it's really just a matter of, you know, throwing in four or five ingredients into a blender and literally whizzing through it, you know, just blend it, mm-hmm. and then you've got your sauce. And you can even keep that, you can make that sauce in a batch, and then you can keep it in your fridge for sometimes as long as two weeks, or keep, you know, put it in the freezer. Right, so nice. it's really not as, yeah, it's not really as daunting. Um, and also, you know, maybe some people love their burgers, like you said. Okay, fine. Make a burger. I mean, I'm not telling everybody to make one of those, you know, veggie burgers. It's not, you know, some people are like, no, I need my meat. And that's fine. So if you, if you are a meat eater and you are eating, um, you love your burgers, this is a great time to make your own and throwing in some antiviral and antibacterial herbs, such, you know, rosemary, thyme oregano you know or even cumin and mix that into your patty and just bake it in the oven again it, mm. and you can make that in batches and that doesn't take take too that long sounds delicious so when yeah. you're talking about the whole sauce thing and having four to five ingredients do you have one like off the top of your head that um would be easy for people to make for, for example like the whole tomato tomato sauce thing 
Yeah, um, tomato sauce. Actually, I don't do a whole lot of tomato sauce in my mm-hmm. family, only because my because my mom lives with us, and she has a, a tendency to have an acid reflux mm. to, okay. to, to citric. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more like citrusy type of fruits and vegetables. So because I don't make a whole lot of that, I'm not going to talk about that. I can talk about pesto sauce, which Ooh, we yeah. make a lot of. I love pesto. Um, yeah, pestos, it, it really comes in a whole variety kind. You know, the traditional pestos really does a matter of pine nuts, right? Um, olive oil, mm-hmm. fresh, fresh basil, a little fresh sea salt, a, some minced garlic, and some salt to season and whiz it for the blender. And that's it. Nice. And that's literally, that's it. You know, I mean... If you if you notice, I didn't even mention anything about turning on the stove. <laughs> you know? Yeah, all you need is a NutriBullet. Yep. Yeah, or or if you don't even have a NutriBullet, because those, those can be really expensive. Some people just a regular food processor. Mm-hmm. It's really really easy. And if you don't have pine nuts, for example, pine nuts are really expensive to get. Um, I don't know if that's the case in, in the U.S. Here in the in, in Thailand, it's very expensive to buy mm. pine nuts. Oh. You could do walnuts, uh, right? Pine nuts. Yeah, you can substitute it with some really uh, 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 other uh, alternative nuts that are just as nutritious, actually even more nutritious, like walnuts, like you said, mm-hmm. almonds, mm-hmm. even seeds. I've got, I make this one pesto sauce where I'm not using any nuts. I'm just using, in place of the nuts, I'm using pumpkin seeds and sunflower seeds. Nice. And I should that try is, that. Yeah. Oh, and pumpkin and seeds really are so, good. yeah, pumpkin seeds are so high in zinc too. And that's really yes. important for immu- immunity right now. Correct. Zinc is absolutely crucial right now to mm-hmm. support your immunity. And you, you can find that a lot in um, the pumpkin seeds. And right. the sunflower seeds have so much uh, vitamin E, which is a crucial antioxidant that you need to help your body rid of um, any free radicals in there, any you know, toxins in there. So it's, yeah. So delicious. That, I mean, so Just... delicious. And yeah, so delicious and it's so easy. And can I just say with this pesto sauce, you don't even have to just put it on your pasta. It's so versatile. Mm-hmm. You know, you can put it on a piece of toast, you know, and put some scramble eggs on there. You can dress up your, um, you know, if you, if you make homemade pizza, you know, dress it up with this pesto sauce, dress it up in your salads. With roasted you know, vegetables. Exactly. Everything. Like you roast a chicken, put that on. Mm-hmm. Those are so versatile. And those ingredients are so commonly found in, in, in supermarkets. And each one of those ingredients have so much health benefits to it. Nice. And on that note, um, I think it's a good transition to go into like, kind of like your top list right now about specific ingredients that everyone should try to get into the diet while they're staying home okay so yeah mm. let's like maybe like to name like top five mm, top five ingredients i would have to break them into categories i as you know melissa if you you know every my facebook keep you know follow my facebook mm-hmm. page and my instagram i'm 
I love a rainbow of ingredients on my plate. So I have to say it's got to be more than five. <laughs> okay, um, yes, top 10, top 10. We'll stick to... Top, no, but you know what? I, yeah, like top 10, honestly. Okay, I can even try to break them down by categorizing yeah, the yeah, food groups that they're in. Mm-hmm. So let's start first with oils, right? Like oh, I, yeah. My, yeah, like... You know, you mix some everything. If you're cooking, you need oil. So I always, uh, my top oils to use are avocado oil, olive oil, not the blended olive oil, because some people are like, oh, this is on sale. Look at this glass of, you know, uh, this glass of, of olive oil. The supermarket is so much cheaper than the other ones. Well, people read the ingredients. It could be blended oil, vegetable oil, right? Mm-hmm. So 100% pure olive oil. I love cooking with coconut oil because of its antiviral and antibacterial um, properties of lauric acid. I love that. I love cooking with ghee, grass-fed mm-hmm. ghee. Oh, those um, are my top four just, too. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, you know, I mean, the, the ghee nourishes your stomach lining. It's great mm-hmm. for the nervous system because you know, we're going through a lot of stress right now. So it's great for the nervous system. But I, ha- I do have to caution that if you are... Um, if you are concerned about your heart issues, ghee may not, and ghee and coconut oil is just used in moderation because they are quite saturated fats. So those are my top oils to use. Um, and then I like to flavor my food with herbs and spices. And um, okay. my top herbs, yeah, my top herbs and spices are like parsley and coriander because they're really great detoxifiers for your body. I love rosemary. I love thyme. Um, I love oregano just because, again, they are so anti-inflammatory. They're constantly helping your body to rid of viruses. Mm-hmm. Um, well, by the way, the coriander yeah. is a cilantro for U.S. people. <laughs> oh, sorry. So everyone, I know. I kept saying cori- coriander here, and then everyone's like, what? Oh, cilantro, cilantro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I have cilantro, to keep in mind so, yeah. my audience. Cilantro. So cilantro. Audience. Cilantro. <laughs> cilantro. Or you can use the dry, but then if, if, if it comes in dry seeds, the seeds, Mm-hmm. It will be coriander seeds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, they're so good for digestion. It helps to aid your digestion so that you can absorb your um, nutrients from your food better. Um, I love cumin. I love turmeric. So those are my top ones. Um, just because all those herbs that I, all those herbs and spices that I name are, oh, also garlic, sorry, a garlic, an onion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> scallion chops I say I can't I can't stop right Most I know <laughs> I know it's got garlic ginger onion yeah, yeah those are the ones that I'll name just, too I know they it's are okay so everyone's taking good. notes yes yeah so you can always play back to this video guys um, I mean, you just throw in like I always tell my clients throwing those herbs to flavor your food don't depend on pre-packaged condiments Mm-hmm. at the supermarkets that comes with so much preservatives so much sugar so much of other stuff that i can't even name i don't even know what they are and and if you're looking for flavor play around with herbs and spices so i talked about oil i talked about spices um root vegetables right root vegetables okay this is a big no-no like i'm seeing online that people are just like oh today's dinner is potatoes and then another and 10 other people are like today's dinner is potatoes and it's fine i like potatoes too i love my fries every now and then but people there's so many other variety of 
root vegetables that we can explore and because they just have so much more antioxidants, mm -hmm. such as sweet potatoes, um, lots of vitamin A and vitamin E, very good for the immune system, um, such as any, I don't know, right now in the U.S., I know it's not, but when you're coming out of winter now, you're coming to spring, well, do you still have pumpkin now. and squashes? Um, yeah. I do see a little bit, a little bit on the shelves, but a lot more spring stuff now. Like turnip, okay, so fennel, vegetable. Yeah, a lot okay, of turnip, fennel, okay. sweet potatoes. Yes, um, I do so, see a little okay, bit of squash, okay. but not not that many. Yeah, not a whole lot. Okay, so you are in spring, so stick with the sweet potatoes. I mean, gosh, like that is one of like the super root vegetables that uh, we always have. Um, so it would, but once you get into the winter, definitely consider the, the winter squashes, like your mm -hmm. pumpkin and your butternut squash, because they're so rich in vitamin A which is, it, it actually helps to protect your mucous membranes. And your mucus, if you have healthy mucous membranes, it helps to filter out the, the pathogens that, that your body comes in contact with. Mm -hmm. So that is root vegetable. Oh, and then leafy vegetables. Leafy vegetables. And I don't feel that people have enough leafy vegetables in general. When, when you talk to a lot of people, they're like, oh, yeah, I have my vegetables. And then it's like, they're, they're, most of the time, they're referring to the peas and they're, and the lettuce. sweet peppers, and that, uh, yeah, right. lettuce, yeah, and 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 that's fine. But you know, like, just make sure that you're including a leafy vegetable in your meals mm -hmm. every day, um, because they're one of the most nutrient dense vegetables. You know, gram per gram that you can have for for to nourish your body. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking about kale, um, spinach, bok choy, yeah, and Swiss chard. Mm -hmm. really high up. Um, oh, I would add that cabbage so is a really good one right now because cabbage is yes. good to keep. It lasts like forever in the fridge and you don't have to worry as much. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's almost cabbage. like a bulk vegetable. Add, yeah. Yes. And I would add for cabbage, if you can, try to get the purple variety. Oh, yeah. I have of, that. Yeah. The purple <laughs> variety because it has an anthocyanide. Uh, which is an enzyme that literally has been proven to be antiviral. And it's really good for your brain too. It helps to prevent Alzheimer. It boosts your memory. So like try to get the purple kind. That's really, really good. Um, yeah, what else? I don't know, like nuts and seeds. We talked a little bit earlier in the podcast, you know, have a whole nut, a host of nuts and seeds because they're really high on zinc and magnesium, which is crucial to maintaining your immunity. So almonds, uh, walnuts, which are the king of nuts, basically. Mm -hmm. um, Brazil nuts, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds. And uh, let me see. Oh, omega. And then I really think we should focus on foods that have a, a very high omega-3. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Omega-3, because it's extremely, is it, it's an anti-inflammatory um, anti-inflammatory fat and it helps your body to fight off inflammation because when your body is in a constant high alert of inflammation it definitely depresses your immunity so foods that are really high on omega-3 are for example like wild-caught salmon so that that's one of my top foods to go to yeah okay am nice. i missing anything 
don't know. Uh, I feel like there's so much I can go on and on. But. I know, I know. <laughs> but like, I think, yeah, the, that's that's kind of a good summary of, you know, where people can start to like kind of even pick one to two out of each category. Um, and yeah. even baby steps, right? Like every week, just try one something from each of the categories that you said. Like, I think that's Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. So, um, is there anything else that people should be aware of when they're, you know, thinking about these foods or like getting foods for their diet right now? Hmm. Let me think about that. Where like they should be aware. Mm. Yeah. Like, I mean, we covered like, you know, certain brands of oils and then what kind of, um, what kind of variety of foods we should have. And then we also covered the whole thing about, uh, making your sauces from scratch, uh, making things in bulk. So I guess like the only thing we didn't cover was greens. So like I guess greens. Oh yes, greens. Rice, quinoa. Yeah, greens. Yeah, greens. So, okay, this is not the time to be, or just you know, a lot of people they say they feel they need that carb. Yes, it's important obviously because our brain operates on carbs to keep us energized and and basically just being able to process information right throughout the day um but what a lot of people misconstrue um carbohydrates to be is that they 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 think oh well then i'll just serve myself a whole plate of pasta and what a lot of times that those pasta turn out to be very processed flour and actually drives inflammation in your body so if you are looking for uh, carb, I would say go for complex carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Complex carbohydrates can come in a lot of the root vegetables I talk about, but if you're sick and tired of eating vegetable, then choose your grains wisely. And I would say that that would be quinoa, oats, um, buckwheat, buckwheat mm-hmm. groats. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be uh, even your legumes, you know, your beans, that, that gives you the complex carb. Um, what else am I missing? Oh, if you, and if you really like, no, I don't want those. I really want something that resembles pasta. Okay, then go and get yourself pasta that made 100% from, for example, brown rice, or it's made 100% from quinoa, or made 100% from buckwheat. Nice. Yeah. And um, for those people in the US, there's actually a brand here called Banza, and it's made out of chickpeas, mm-hmm. uh, which is really mm. good. It's like super filling. I always have to eat like, I always end up eating half of what I already portioned out because it's so filling. And there's also yeah, like now so like lentils, spaghetti, and all these kind of things. Yeah, they're really yeah. good options right now. Yeah. Yeah, right. there really are. And honestly, people are like, ew, lentil. What is that lentil? It actually tastes pretty honestly, good. Guys. Yeah. It tastes pretty good. And if yeah. you don't overcook it, you actually like most of the time you follow the, the package instructions, mm-hmm. cooking um, instructions. It can it tastes as good as like an al dente, you know. Yeah. Uh, Durham wheat pasta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my husband loves pasta. Like he's a pasta person. But then now all mm-hmm. the pasta, any anytime we eat pasta, it's just from, you know, not like whole wheat flour. It's just lentil right. or chickpeas or something else. So he has no choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same as my kids, you know, for the, yeah. for the moms that are listening to this or the dads, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, kids that love their pasta, and so do my kids. But again, I'm like, no, we're not going near those processed flour, those whole, the, the wheat pasta, because that dries up inflammation. And so I give them a lot of these, you know, like you said, what you give your husband, lentil-based pasta, split peas, you know, uh, mm-hmm. made pasta, uh, chickpea pasta. And it's so filling. 
Yeah. It's so delicious with the pesto sauce that I talked about earlier. So. And to be honest, I feel like even if people like serve their kids or their loved ones like all these kind of pasta without even telling them first, they probably wouldn't even know that it's not like the normal exactly. processed pasta. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's just so there really are a lot of choices out there. Mm-hmm. I think that people in general just need to be made more aware yeah. of these choices. And that these choices doesn't mean that it's gross tasting. It actually can be equally delicious. I agree. So much info there. Um, So now we're going to wrap it up. Um, Mm. That was a really, really good conversation. I'm, I'm glad. I'm so glad I have you on. Um, I think people will get a lot of tips out of this. So if they want to know more about whatever you just talked about or what they want to know more about you, where can they find you? Okay, so they can find me on Facebook and on uh, Instagram. So on Facebook, it's just, it's just search for me um, under Cecilia, a dose of vitamin L. And same thing on, on Instagram, Cecilia, a dose of vitamin L. Okay, nice. I'll put that in the show notes yeah. too. Yeah, um, you can provide the link if you just provide the link to, the, to them. them yeah. So it's fine. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. That was very, very interesting. I'm actually very motivated to try some of the pestos now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And yeah. Stay safe, guys. Okay. Bye, everyone.